Super Talk Mississippi media production. Or free record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, roll A, fade up on A. Southern Miss to the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Hey, good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Eagle Hour. We're broadcasting live today at Rainy Motors in Purvis, Mississippi. Always happy to be down here. Bob Kelly and Luke, we have got the, all the controls taking place back at the First Bank Studio in Hattiesburg, but we're on the road this afternoon. Going to be talking to some of the guys from Ramey's here about their auto and truck truck sales, wheel drive vehicles, and all sorts of stuff. It's a is a man toy paradise here, Kelly. Sander. Well, Luke has already has already availed himself to one of the uh, four wheelers, one of the twenty twenties. Right. He's actually this is radio, so he obviously can't see, but he is sitting yes. on a four wheeler as we speak. A two thousand twenty Honda Foreman four by four. Well, let me let me clarify it even more. He's sitting on the four wheeler with his laptop in his lap and his. Liberty Bowl Outstanding Offensive Player Trophy on the front of the four-wheeler. So we lost that bet. So it's yeah, legit. It's, it's legit. And, yeah. and uh, it's always funny. I was, you know, a punter is a defensive position. So it wasn't like I kicked that game. Darren McCaleb kicked that game. So maybe the only time in history a punter has got an offensive MVP trophy in any for anything. 45.8 yard average, eight punts in that game. And it's not like one of those plastic ones that they no, just this paint is gold. A, this is yeah. a legit trophy. There's <laughs> it's, no it's probably, I, I mean, being honest with y'all, I told y'all, it's probably as big as what they handed out at the Rock about a week ago. I mean, yeah. it, it's like a state championship trophy. I mean, that's a golden football. That's and it's, they, it's heavy, I'm too. Telling you. All right, well, we're at Ramey Motors and uh, looking forward to the next hour down here. want to thank Dickie's Barbecue Pit as well for sponsoring the Eagle Hour. Uh, still have a little time to get your Christmas uh, order in, and they can cater your meal for you. Happy to announce, uh, too, that Dickies has renewed its contract with us in 2020. So uh, we will continue our very valued association uh, with Justin and all the guys at Dickies Barbecue. All right, we, uh, we're we here at the end of the year, so we, we went back to a guy that we call on all year long to give us his expert analysis of 2019. He's at every home football game, every home baseball game, every home basketball game, and he's, of course, uh, very famous since he started coming on the Eagle Hour and highly paid. Al Holder joins us. Merry Christmas, Mr. Holder. Merry Christmas to y'all. I'm glad you said that because I didn't want to forget to say Merry Christmas to everybody. No, and did uh, you told me earlier today you were out at the mailbox. I assume the check arrived. Uh, I haven't seen it yet, but uh, FedEx has gone by a couple of times. And I'm going to go back out there and check in a minute. <laughs> Don't worry, Al. You won't see it. It's not coming. <laughs> Why All right, Al. We ask you to come on the. <laughs> we ask you to come on the show today to wrap up the year for us. So I'm going to ask you before we get too deep into time. I want you to look back at the 2019 baseball season that you were a big part of at virtually every home game. And uh, give us, as a, as a super fan and a guy that really observes this, your analysis of what 2019 brought to Southern Miss baseball. You know, I, I, I've done a little bit of 
thinking about that. I, I just really think it all kind of culminated over there at LSU at the end of the year. Uh, I, I, I sat there and was just amazed at the the quality of the arms of all those teams that are over there in that regional, and uh, it was it, and it was a it was a really really wonderful time. I I thought our team just did themselves proud. I re- just really 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 was proud of them. They they took on some some quality programs and played with them and uh, just took them to the. I mean, it wasn't like we just got bombed out of there. So I was really really proud of. Uh, of our baseball team, uh, as you well know, my favorite player is Montenegro, and I'm looking forward to seeing him again this year. I just love the way that kid plays uh, baseball. I think uh, right. Up, up, upcoming uh, 2020, looks like uh, Shepard, Powell, Nelms, and Tweedy are going to be uh, going to have to lead the way from the, on the pitching uh, and the pitching staff. We've got a just a ton of newcomers, uh, kids, freshmen, sophomores. Valentine, Best, Stewart, uh, just a bunch of kids that are going to have to step up. And I'm going to be really interested in watching and see how they do. I think uh, uh, it looks to me like uh, we, we've kind of uh, replaced uh, shortstop and uh, center field. It looks like we're, we're probably going to be okay. And uh, we're going to leave Lynch, I believe, over at third base. So I think uh, 2020 ought to be an interesting year because we've got some kids that are they're showing up. And they're just going to have to step up and uh, and play well. I think we got a good mix, though, of Look, you know seniors and, and uh, freshmen. Go ahead, Luke Johnson. There's a kid from West Jones that you know very well that uh, we think is going to start and be a big part of the baseball. Dustin program. Dickerson, his uh, his dad. He comes from uh, baseball genes. His dad is now the brand-new bench coach for the San Diego Padres. And what's really funny, at West Jones, Bobby Dickerson will come home and Trey Sutton will say, yeah, Bobby, come on here, coach my infielders. And then Trey says he just sits there and soaks it up. But Dickerson raised in that type of environment. Um, he's looking to, to, to really be on the field a lot. 56 days, Bob and Kelly, till baseball season. I can't wait. And, uh, and actually, some of the some of the ratings, preseason ratings, will start to, to trickle out You know, after the first of the year. And, of course, those are all, all speculation as to where – but but I have seen already, and wisely I think, Coach Barry kind of pulling kind of, back. A yeah, bit, he's saying, yeah. "Look, everybody, yeah. last year was a great year, but now remember, yeah. you know, yeah. we, we did have to replace these guys. We got some young kids, so let's not get too crazy as what the expectations are." And I think that's a prudent thing, you know, to do. All right, Al, football just ended seven and seven and five on the year. Bowl game still ahead. Uh, your evaluation of football in 2019. You know, when I, when I, uh, when the year started, I thought we had, uh, if we could come out two and two after the first four games, uh, three and one, if we could have beaten state would have been just awesome. But I thought that Troy game was just really, really important. So I thought that, that was a really good win for us. I thought, and, and then I looked at the conference and, and I, I, I thought four games were at the top of the list. UNT, Louisiana Tech, UAB and FAU. And we came out of there two and two. And I, I got to tell you, I was really disappointed in that. But the Western Kentucky get loss uh, at home there was 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 just a that was just a gut uh, gut punch to me. And uh, kind yeah. of, it just, I, I thought our inability to consistently run the football is what hurt us last year. I, I, this year, I just I, that that was my impression. I, I, and I I couldn't tell you what caused that or what the reason was. 
uh, you know, schemes, blocking, you know, whatever. I, I just don't know. But it was just inconsistent running the football is what, what I thought uh, hurt us real bad. Forced right. us to put Abraham uh, out there and just let him throw it all the time. And, Bob, I'm, I'm not saying that Al's old, but I've talked to Al about this year's team, and he said that the Golden Eagles were good, but they're no Duluth Eskimos or New York Titans. <laughs> Al, is it safe to say you're not sending Kelly Sander a Christmas gift? <laughs> what I want to know is if that, that truck he's looking at over there has Cincinnati Bengal colors on it. That's what I want to know. <laughs> well, yeah, they're giving those away, actually. Yeah. Uh, they've That's discounted anything associated with Cincinnati deeply, <laughs> deeply <laughs> discounted. They can't give them away. They're paying you to yeah. take it off the lot. <laughs> right. That's right. Well, guys, uh, both of you sitting here, I don't mind saying I agree. I think the football season was a big disappointment. Yeah. But I th- but I think that the bowl game coming up can mean a lot of things. And we talked a little bit uh, yesterday on the show when, uh, that – it could be a momentum builder. You know, it's, it's always the last thing that you remember is how you ended the season. Because if the season ended today, I would agree with you because mm-hmm. the, the Eagles, you know, lost a lot of steam there at the end of the year and just, frankly, didn't play well. All right, but a good performance in a bowl game, which they are not favored to win. Right. All right. Um, so if they win that, that would be a good momentum builder uh, working into the fall with a class that they're very happy with, a signing class that they're very happy with. So um, I think even though it's quote-unquote, just a ball game and supposed to be a reward for the season, I think it means a lot more than that as far as building momentum and everything else going into the fall. All right, now we got one minute left. Uh, you agree got to win the bowl game to make it a successful year? I, I think that that would really be important, and I'm pretty sure the coaches are focused on that. Uh, it's, uh, I think it will probably help a lot in recruiting uh, as well uh, in February. And so, I, I, you know, so to pick up some more players. I, but I agree with that. I think that recruiting class uh, – from from just eyeball, just eyeballing the list, it looks looks pretty solid. So uh, the, we got a couple of running backs uh, they picked up that that look pretty good uh, in that class. And people that maybe can get in front of somebody. So we'll see. Yeah, but I, right. I, I'll be interested in watching the game for sure. I think uh, I'd certainly like to beat Tulane. Are they going to bring the bell out there? Who has the bell? Don't we have the bell? We do. We yeah. have the bell. Yeah, I wouldn't even we take have it the out. Bell, and uh, hopefully we'll keep it. All right, Al, look, man, we appreciate your input. Yep. Yeah, and for the record, when when Jesus Jesus and Mary were shut out at the inn, Al had just rented the last room. (laughs) (laughs) Al would have shared. (laughs) All right, Al, Merry Christmas to you, buddy. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year, everybody. All right, Al Holder, everybody. We'll be back from Ramey Motors in Purvis as Luke now gets off of the four-wheeler and is polishing his Liberty Bowl Offensive Player Trophy. We'll be right back. Southern Miss to the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Hey, good afternoon, everybody. Glad you're with us today. We're broadcasting from Ramey Motors here in Purvis. We apologize for these uh, weird sounds you're hearing from time to time. It has something to do with the Internet that is way above my ability to understand. I just get paid to talk. 
Uh, we're at Ramey Motors, and we're glad that you're with us this afternoon. We want to thank our good friends uh, back in Hattiesburg at Campus Bookmark, campusbookmark.net. We want to remind you now you got a little Christmas shopping time left. If there's a Golden Eagle on your Christmas list, I guess it's a no-brainer. you got to go to Campus Bookmart, or you can go online, campusbookmart.net. Our next guest, Shannon, is with us, and uh, he's here from Ramey Motors. And, sir, thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you all. You know, we come down here a lot, and uh, I guess this is probably the sixth or seventh time we've broadcasted our, our show from here. I'm always amazed at everything you guys have. And you're. I'm looking at right now, I mean, you look like a... And I say this, don't misunderstand, you are a major dealer, but you deal in a lot of things. But if you just look out on your parking lot, you look like a major auto dealer with uh, with cars and trucks and SUVs. I, I guess business is good. Oh, business is booming. Um, I'm actually from the Jackson area, and when the Ramies were trying to get me to come, I was thinking in purpose, you know, what could they possibly have? And when I drove up, uh, you know, man, yeah, you know, it's nice. We probably got... 80 tractors on the ground, a couple hundred Honda ATVs, 40, 50 boats. Try to keep between 70 and 80 cars on the lot at all times. Um, Got a tremendous selection of lawnmowers and steel products as well. I mean, it's a male's paradise. You know, we come here, we can find all kind of toys we want to play. If you don't have a man card, they give you one as soon as you walk in this place. Yeah. There's no business like this in the Jackson area, is there? No, sir. There's not. I don't know that there's one anywhere around in Mississippi. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're going to go to deer camp and you're going to plant food plots, deer hunt, do whatever, we got every vehicle you could use. You just need a gun. You can uh, you can buy the truck and the bay boat here and head straight to the Gulf of Mexico. That's right. Yeah. Knowing Ford and and. Uh, you know, Dakota, we will have an FFL here in the next five years or so. You know, they'll have put one on the other side. But anyway, what am I sitting on? This this is a, this is a Foreman, I believe. Yeah, that's a Honda <clears throat> Foreman. Um, I don't know the name of the wheels and tires on it. They're big because they're I feel big. like I'm looking down on on you guys. But in the Honda family, you got Recons, which are the smaller ones for your for your kids. For you your get kid. the Foremans. I remember uh, Shannon driving one of these. We were in a swamp hunt. Uh, deer hunting in Kosciuszko, and it was January, and there was about half an inch thick of ice. And man, we were on Foreman, and that it was throwing up sheets of ice on mm-hmm. top of ice going out through a swamp. Honda, and especially the Foreman, is is really has set the standard in the ATV world for for durability and power, hadn't it? Oh, they have. I mean, we've got a '94 Fortrix 300 that every kid at deer camps tried to destroy, and it's still running just as good as any of them out there. You know, that'll carry you. To your duck slew like you're talking about. And we also got the G3 DK15 and DK16 um, boats that's got a 25 or a 40, depending on which that's, model. That's the other thing. I mean, Kelly was looking out at that really nice G3 boat. has a tower on it. Um, when people come in, I want to go back to ATVs just for a second because you got so many of them. When people come in, I mean, how do some people, you know, if they're buying their first first ATV, a lot of people rode on your buddies or your neighbors at the deer camp. But, you know, when a young man wants to come in and, how do you? What would you tell somebody that's looking to make a first-time ATV purchase, especially here at Christmas? How do they know what size they need, and you know how much power they need, and all that? You know, four wheelers have gotten—they're almost like cars. You can get them with power steering, automatic. Um, if it's going to be for a lady or a kid, you know, I would suggest power steering, um, electric shift, or automatic. 
if it was going to be for someone that's going to go mud riding all the time, you know, we'd go with straight axle like you're sitting on with foot shift. You know, not a lot that electrical on it that can go wrong from when they sink it umpteen times. Bob, you ever been mud riding? I have not, no. No, you I get you get frustrated. You would lose the joy of the mud getting all on you. But you probably like it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Bob need a Rubicon, wouldn't he? Probably just so. sitting up there in style, you know. That's That'd right. That'd be me. Yeah, that'd be me. And that blue like that green one there. right there. Yeah, <laughs> that green one is really nice. <laughs> but back to the G three boats, because a lot of people um, they they see all the 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 land and mud stuff. They forget you guys. Oh, I think it was like in in the summer we were down here and you just started getting G three boats. G three boats are very popular with duck season because it's a whole lot better duck season this year. Birds are flying a whole lot better. And uh, what do people need to know about the G3 boats? You know, they have um, a different lineup for just about everything. The duck hunting boat, the DK, it actually has a floor in it where you're not walking over the beams. It's got a gun box in it. It's got front lights on it. Um, it's camouflaged to whichever camo you want. Um, there was one right here, if you remember, yeah. just a few days ago we sold it. Um then you have all your fishing boats. I mean, something as simple as a 1548 with a 25, it's roughly $6,900, all the way up to the big bay boat out there with twin power poles, a 225, you know, in that $40,000 range. My dad, um, when he graduated about five years ago from a four-wheeler, he gave that to me. He went up to the, uh, I guess we call them the XUVs, and uh, what we've got out here, these uh, the Honda, you've got two-door you got four-door um dad rides in the woods in style now but man these have really exploded and and in some ways the atf the atv market going down just a smidgen because of the emergence of these of, we call them xuvs so we call them? i call them side by side side by side yeah yeah, yeah 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 um you know i wouldn't say that the atvs have gone down but i would say that the side by sides have kind of created another market you know I'm kind of at that age where I've graduated myself from a four-wheeler because I don't like when it's cold not having a windshield or spider webs hitting me in the face and eating bugs. And, you know, it's a lot nicer to ride in just sitting there with a windshield behind in front of you. And you got an extra seat for your dog to sit there beside you. That's what, that's what Dad does. I'm riding the four-wheeler, the dog sitting behind right. the windshield well, in the side-by-side. wrong side. taking your dog with you. Oh, no, my no. dog loves me more than anybody else, for sure. I love my dog pretty much more than anybody else, too. <laughs> I know exactly how you feel. Uh, you're not limited to that, though. You guys sell a lot of lawn and garden stuff, too. Oh, absolutely. You know, we got Gravely lawnmowers. Gravely's been in the business since, like, the 1930s. Um, it was amazing to me when I got here in August how many lawnmowers and steel products we sold, you know, being the mm-hmm. weed eaters and the blowers and the chainsaws. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't believe there's anybody in our district that can stay with us selling lawn Sometimes it's hard for us to get across to our listeners around the state a, a place like this. It, it, you almost have to come here to understand how diverse your inventory is. Oh, absolutely. And, not, and, you know, we get hung up on the inventory and what we have, but guys, we've got the best service department in the country. You know, I've grown up in Jackson, and it's just miserable trying to get your bike serviced or your boat serviced. We've got over 100 years of experience in those departments. Well, let's point out, too, that, and Kelly just pointed this out, uh, this dealership gets the Car Guru Top-Rated Dealer Award 2019 for Exceptional Customer Service. Yes, sir. So that's important. I mean, so many times you go buy something. You know, people come down here, for a lot of people, they're investing a lot of money. It's a big decision for them. You don't want to feel deserted when you drive off a lot. And oh, you guys right. are making a real effort to 
make people feel the opposite. Am I right? Absolutely. And, you know, I attribute that to our owners. They truly care about everybody. It's still the small town feel. Um, They treat everybody like family. So now what's different now than what you thought when you first came down here to see about coming to work here? Well, you know, I was thinking a little old dealership with a gravel parking lot, one-bay service back there. You know, I didn't have any idea we were going to be basically in a, you know, what you would think a Ford or a Chevy dealership's in. Correct. Yeah, correct. I mean, Every time we come in here, there's something new across the front. Like, I, I got my, my Honda Foreman. I pushed it out here. I'm sitting here by y'all. You, Like you said, you got boats. Where did the pace car go? That's what I've been concerned about the whole day. We sold it. Oh, oh. no. no. Well, I'm glad you sold it. That's income for the business. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was an amazing. But yeah, I mean, they got more. They got more ATVs right now than they did. And motorcycles. And motorci- have motor- yeah. You have motorcycles too. We don't even talk about motorcycles. Yeah, we got a few. Um, we're not as strong in that market as the others, but. Um, yeah, I generally have to get Dakota or Brian if we're going to talk about motorcycles. I don't know much about them. One, one thing that is always hot around here is tractors. Yes. With Mahindra, I mean, my my dad. Going back to my dad, my dad just keeps looking at my mom. One day I'll get mine with a front end loader on it. You know, and people around in South Mississippi, but all all over really the South will come here for the tractors that you have. You know, I generally say we pull from a seven to eight hour driving radius. It's amazing, and we're going to sell, you know, 40 to 60 tractors a month on a busy month and, you know, over 20 in a slow month. Um, I really enjoy the tractors are my favorite part. And real quick, just a few seconds left, but still time to come down if you've got a a child you want to get a four-wheeler for, a husband, a wife. You want to buy a car for it? I'm sure you guys are going to be open right up to Christmas. Oh, yeah, we'll be up through Christmas Eve. And, look, if you come and buy a four-wheeler or side-by-side within a 30-mile radius, um, it's free delivery. Uh, Wow. Good to know. Well, sure, we thank you very much for your time, and uh, we appreciate you guys having us down here. Hey, appreciate y'all letting me talk on the radio. Merry Christmas. You too. We'll be back. Eagle Hour continues from Ramey Motors and Purvis right after this. Southern Miss to the top. Eagle Hour back live in Purvis, Mississippi at Ramey Motors. Luke, Bob, Kelly, and Dalton. Brandon Wallace back in the First Bank Studios in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Yes, I am still sitting on a red. It is a candy apple red 2020 Honda Foreman to my right. Or some Recons, a Rubicon. Uh, Bob, they sold the pace car. That's kind of heartbreaking in a way. It was it, beautiful. Uh, it was absolutely. Your Camaro's still here, though. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Kelly hadn't offered to take up payments on that one for you. Yet. Kelly's pretty tight, in case you don't know that. Are the Rubicons yeah. made in Aruba? Is that uh, where those? 
come from? Kelly's children call him Squeaky, if that tells you I call him Scrooge. He admitted today he hadn't put the tree up yet. He is a Scrooge. I'm wow. not a Scrooge. I love Christmas. I love it. I just, I'm kind of over the decoration. Did you buy thing. gifts for all your kids? I did. Okay. and they, But they've already been distributed. They've already been opened, you know, because the kids are away. So, I mean, it's just. So, we're you running sure? out of time. When do you present mine and Luke's gifts? Now, all I was about to say. He, we got through the campus bookmark ad without yeah. him hitting you up for the gift. Yeah. So. My Christmas gift to you guys is I'm going to take two weeks off, and you won't have to see me or deal with me. <laughs> well, I, could, I couldn't ask, That's Bob. I couldn't That's ask Bob. for anything more. Got the email today. Third segment of the Eagle Hour brought to us every day by 4th Street Bar and Grill, located on 4th Street in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. I know you have the Christmas schedule for 4th Street memorized, Kelly. I do. They're going to be open Christmas night at uh, 5 o'clock, and the big anniversary party is today. Uh, starting at 5 o'clock, they're going to have a Connect Four tournament, uh, cornhole boards, all sorts of drink specials, holiday drink specials. Today, the anniversary, and I'm going to be pre-gaming, Luke, there this afternoon prior to the Star Wars movie tonight that you and I will be. Yeah, uh, did you hear about this? So we bought tickets randomly to Star Wars tonight, and we're literally sitting, he's sitting in front of me. So that if I if I prop my feet up, I can... Stomp him in the head. It'll be fun. Yeah, you better hope I don't have tacos or anything. Please for, don't. <laughs> Please don't, don't. Don't get any chili dogs. Yeah, yeah. 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 Just to. You, you, you do know it's not real. Yes, I okay. do. Know. Just to recap um, from yesterday, Golden Eagles signed 14 uh, new Golden Eagles, uh, waiting seven more verbal commitments probably for uh, February. But 11 JUCO, three high school. We talked about it again yesterday. Another kid that I was uh, thankful for uh, that we got, Terrence Cherry. He's actually an All-American from East Mississippi, defensive lineman, 12 tackles for loss. Brandon Hayes, kid out of uh, Oak Grove High School, true freshman, 6'2", wide receiver, um, could look really good. Um, but you just had to plug some holes, you know, and that, that's really what it goes down to. Uh, they're going to sign probably some more JUCO kids, see if they qualify or not in February. We did this three years ago, I think. I asked you about that earlier this week. I do remember when Jay Hobson was hired, what we were told is, is you know, he, he don't believe in JUCOs. He believes in building from the ground up. But it appears to me that this recruiting class is heavy, heavy JUCO. And does that say anything about what Coach Hobson think needs to be done immediately? Well, you graduate three defensive backs, okay? So you graduate those. DQ Thomas is gone. Ty Williams is going to be gone. You graduate some guys on the defensive line. Those graduate transfers, Whittington and Brown, gone. So, Kelly, I mean, you, you have to plug. You can't just sign all these people, uh, all well, they, these freshmen, if you don't have any depth. And the receiving core got hit, too. So, so you want Quez expected to, to leave. You want to go with guys that, that have proven experience, you know, on that side of the ball. So, I mean, I, I see pros and cons, you know. On both. I, I don't think it says anything negative about – about the coaching staff at all or their ability to recruit because, dude, they just got Frank Gore Jr. to flip. They just got uh, Jason Brownlee to flip. One of the one of the steals of this entire recruiting class, if he, if he stays healthy and he has all his career, is Don Ragsdale from Heinz Community College. You're talking about a bell cow kid in high school. He was a bell cow at Heinz. You saw Heinz play. You saw how many times Ragsdale. He had an offer to Tennessee. He had an offer to South Florida. I mean, this is a kid. He can come in and run immediately. And that division, that division in the Mac Jack, the South Division, you had Hines, you had Colin, you had the national champion Gulf Coast Bulldogs, you had Jones. Uh, all those teams were just really, really stout. And the bowl season now is already underway. Conference USA, only one team favored 
to win their bowl game in Conference uh, USA. But we were looking at the schedule, man. Eight games um, this weekend. Actually one right now, Charlotte, in their first ever bowl game down in the Makers Wanted Bahamas Bowl. Buffalo has a 7 nothing lead at the end of the first quarter. Um, we've already started this one, but thoughts on Buffalo-Charlotte? Well, Buffalo was a six-point pick going in, so that's about where you expect it to be. You know, early on. I like Charlotte in this game, though, because of the, of the momentum. Their coach, I was surprised their coach stayed after this year. Yeah, but the fact that they've never been to a bowl, though, too, Luke, there's, there's kind of that getting acclimated to the whole bowl thing. So, I, you know, I don't know how it'll turn out. I mean, I think Buffalo, we're like three years out from Buffalo being like 0 and 65 right. or whatever they were. So, what you're saying, Kelly, is Conference USA can start out traditionally by losing to Buffalo in the bowl season. Well, <laughs> Buffalo is the favorite going in. There's that negative game. Nancy over there chiming in. Yeah. Yeah. You're talking about Saturday Night Live, Debbie Downer over here. There he is. <laughs> Another game uh, tonight, and, and I'm going to say the full names of these bowl games because that's what I enjoy, uh, just seeing the sponsor and everything. Tropical Smoothie Cafe, Frisco Bowl, Utah State, and Kent State. Aggies are a seven-point favorite. And isn't that every team's goal to get to that bowl game? What was that again? The yeah. Tropical Smoothie Cafe Frisco Bowl. How many opening practices this year do you think a coach said, we want to strive, guys, to go to the Tropical Smoothie Citrus Bowl? Well, you get a free smoothie. Not the citrus. <laughs> free citrus be nice. You get a free smoothie, you know. Thoughts on this one? Just random picks. Utah State, Kent State. Utah State. The Golden Flashes are another team that has, Kent State has not been good for. Who are they playing? Utah State and Kent State. Oh well, I'm going with Utah State. Utah State. Tomorrow, a lot of games on the slate. Central Michigan, San Diego State in the New Mexico Bowl. That's there it. That's all you got. There we go. Chippewa. Chippewas yeah. from Central Michigan. Whatever a Chippewa. Just lost their head coach though. <laughs> But that's I know. I'll go to Central Michigan. It's One, a, it's an Indian tribe. The Chip- well, isn't that offensive to some people? The Chippewa Indians. Well, I'm apparently, come on, I'm come on, I'm just DC you right fan. Now, I'm offended. The FBC Mortgage Cure Bowl. <laughs> There's another great Liberty. <laughs> the Fighting Freezes against Georgia Southern. Gata. That's Georgia Southern's rally cry. It means it. Gata is an acronym for Get After That. Get out of here. At a word. I'm going with uh, Mr. Freeze. He's a Southern Miss graduate. Okay, I'll take the Eagles. I'm I'll take the Liberty. Liberty. I'll take the Liberty Flames. Another Conference USA matchup in the Cherubundi Boca Raton Bowl. <laughs> what? SMU. <laughs> Wait a minute. Did you say the Al Bundy Football Bowl? The Cherubundi Boca Raton Bowl. SMU 10-2. and two. Oh, This is a home game for FAU, so there will be 3,000 people there. SMU without the lane train. C-U-S-A. At FAU. Oh, uh, I... The Cherubundi Bowl, isn't that the noise your stomach makes when it's hungry? You're sitting there and your stomach goes, Cherubundi. Or would you be eating the wrong thing? Pick, please. Pick, please. Uh, SMU. Oh, easy. SMU. SMU, that's what I'm going with. The Camellia Bowl. There we go. Plain and simple. FIU against Blake Anderson and the Arkansas State Red Wolves. Well, I'm pulling for him in, in light of what's happened to him this year. I, I hope Coach Anderson. Not win. only am I pulling for them, but I think they'll win Arkansas State. I think Arkansas State, too. Omar Bayless from Laurel, Mississippi, honorable mention All-American, leading the country and in, in, uh, catches. It's his last game. I'm going with Arkansas State. You want Coach to win that game because it's going to be a tough Christmas for yep. him. Mitsubishi Motors, Las Vegas Bowl, Boise State against Washington in Chris Peterson's last game as the head coach of the Huskies. 
Oh, I think the Huskies win because they're playing on a normal field. I think the Huskies win too. Boise's twelve and one. I'm going with Peterson's last game as a coach. He'll get beat by his you old. Tell Broncos. us these pertinent facts before you ask us. The R and L Carriers New Orleans Bowl. Now they may be the one of the longest sponsors for their bowl game. Correct. I mean, we're like thirteen years in a row. App State against UAB. Kelly Sander with a bold prediction during the commercial break. I'm telling you, I think I think App State is going to lose this game. I think UAB is going to pull the upset, and, and it would be a clear upset. I am taking UAB. Drugs are a terrible thing. I'm, I'm taking UAB. I'm telling you. No, I'm, I'm not. What about, I'm going with Even Appalachian State. Even though Eli Drigovich went to Mizzou? App State will conquer, right. and they might even cover. It's what did their he call you? And a half. A Drinkovich? What did he call uh, you? All right. Uh, you want to pick any of the games tomorrow? None of our teams in it. Bills and Patriots. That's a good one tomorrow. Three NFL games starting at noon, three thirty p.m. Buffalo Bills play three games. I think they're very good, and I think the Bills are going to knock New England off. They will not. New England will win. New England has the psychological advantage. The Bills cannot beat New Buffalo England. Buffalo Bills like the New Orleans Saints, so they will keep Tom Brady from rebreaking. Drew Brees' record. Um, Rams and 49ers tomorrow night at 7.15. Pulling hard for the Rams in that game. If you're a Houdat, a member of the Houdat Nation, you've got to be pulling for the Rams. I think San Francisco will win, but I'm pulling for the Rams. Yeah, I think the 49ers are going to win. Saints and Titans, 12 p.m. Sunday. Saints. Saints, but don't take that for granted. Yeah, because the Saints already have their playoff spot locked. The Titans, in order to and get Tana in. Hill's been playing pretty Titans good for pretty the Titans. Good. And they have no room for error. So. Bengals at the Dolphins. <laughs> to the top. Uh, the line in this game, hey, the line in this game is even. It's yeah. an even line. Imagine that. that I, means- think, I think dead fish would beat the Bengals, so an alive Dolphin. I think Fitzpatrick has a big game for the Dolphins. Andy Dalton on the road. No way. Bengals to the top. The, yeah. the, uh, the best game of the week, obviously, the Giants at the Redskins. Uh, Redskins. Uh, oh, that's hell. Redskins bounce back, baby. Put number four on the table. I'll take the Redskins. If Eli Manning plays, they'll win. If Daniel Jones plays, Redskins will win. There we go. We'll be back. On Monday. The next second. Well, that too. Tuned in to the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. Back live in purpose at Ramey Motors. Bob Luke Kelly has left the building, Bob. Yeah, just like Elvis. <laughs> Dalton Stanford also here. Brandon Wallace producing back in the First Bank Studios. Fourth segment of the Eagle Hour brought to us every day uh, by our good friends um, at Toyota Hattiesburg. So uh, always... Check them out as well as Campus Bookmark. And, man, Dickie's Barbecue would be good today, wouldn't it? Dickie's Barbecue is good any day, brother. Any, any day. Any, any day. Lady Eagles drop a 75-60 decision to Houston last night. They'll take 
about nine days off before they get uh, to take on Faulkner University on Saturday the 28th. Last night, Lady Eagles uh, on the road out in Houston. Uh, get outscored in the fourth quarter, 21-12, to 12, um, but led by Shante Hales. Give them Hales again, right, 23 yeah, he's a great player. points. Dakota Baker joining us. I'm glad to see you all back, man. I didn't know you all was coming. Now, Dakota, did you notice he brought his the MVP, MVP trophy? Yeah. It was for Bob. I mean, I, I started screaming it. Like, he wouldn't even hold it up like he, like when he won it, man. Yeah. It was yeah. for Bob. Yeah. Um, so, I am sitting on a 2020 form. I'm doing this every time we come back here. Now I'm just going to find something to say. Every time, man. I, on the front of every single ATV in this entire showroom is a big green tag. Tell us about the green tag event. Green tag sales event, man. You know, you get a lot of guys that come in here and they always want to know, well, what does this bike look like with these tires and rims? How much does it cost with a winch? And so we have literally took every every rim and tire package we have Put it on a fuller, whether it be a rancher or a foreman. We've put winches on we put racks on them, and we get it priced out as low as we can possibly get it and put it on there. There's no no hassle, no gimmicks. That way everybody kind of knows what they're wanting. They come in here and get it and uh, try to make it painless as possible. This uh, this foreman I was on, we were talking to Shannon earlier. You know, you, you showed me one. You were just like, man, that's just like bare bones. And I got on and I was like, dude, this is all I need. This is fine, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We grew up, you were telling me, he was talking to me also about these power steering. You know, I don't know if I could actually drive a, an ATV with a power steering because I'm a, I grew up on a three-wheeler, you know, and then we got a four-wheeler, dude. We were sitting high cotton. Oh, yeah. But it's amazing how much they have now. Oh, on dude, these. they've come so far. A bare bone four-wheeler now is like something we grew up on. That was like the creme de la creme, you know. Uh, most now ranchers come in stock with power steering and a foot shift. You can, it's a little bit harder to get a foreman in that without getting a Rubicon or an electric shift, which kind of drives me. But man, the rancher foot shift will drive number one selling four in the country. What's the real difference between a rancher and a foreman? Rancher and uh, 2020 foremans, they have up to CC to a 475 to a 525. So you're getting a bigger motor, getting more low end power. Uh, foreman's a slightly bigger bike. But it's geared lower as well. Where the rancher, if you, me and you hopped on them, and I got a rancher and you got a foreman, I beat you in a race. Ranchers, you know, more rolling bike. This one here is going the foreman. So there'd be more weight on the foreman too with me than you on the rancher. <laughs> but anyway, best selling thing this time of year at, at Ramey Motors. Rancher 420, four drive. You know what impresses me is your knowledge of all this stuff. I'm really serious about that. So if somebody comes in here, let's say let's say there's a wife that wants to come in this weekend and buy something for her husband. I'm very impressed with the knowledge. You guys uh, must go to school a lot and really study up on this and provide that information. You know, Honda does have good training videos for you, but, man, it's just something. You know, I, that's funny you said I had a wife just walked in here, and she called and said, hey, my husband hates shifting. He wants something that's got easy. He wants power steering, and he never wants to shift. He just wants to crank the fuller and drive, push push a button and drive. And that's when we had a rancher, automatic power steering, click a button, fire it up, press it in gear, and it drives, shifts in and out like a car. But that's important because oh, not yeah. everybody that comes in here is as knowledgeable as you and Luke oh, yeah. about these vehicles. Well, it goes back to our other passion, me and Dakota. We like sports. We like guns. And when you look at something all the time, and when you're that's the thing, when you're intrigued by something, mm-hmm. it seems like, all the specs and everything just kind it just of comes, comes to you. It. You can just like grab a sheet and skim it, and then you, I mean, when you take a passion for something, love what you do, it's easy to sell. Now, the last time we were down here, and times before that, we it's so unique. The place is so unique, and you tell us these stories about these people that come from far off to to buy product from you. I'm guessing that hadn't stopped. No, it still hasn't stopped. And we got a guy coming from uh, Illinois, coming to pick up a side by side uh, Pennsylvania. Um, and then I have a guy approved on a four-seater Talon from 
Somewhere in Montana. Somewhere. Really? Yeah. That's, that's, that Is was, that the furthest? No, actually the furthest is, I don't know, Montana. I, I, I had to get on the map because that guy that drove, he didn't tell me the town, but it was two and a half hours northwest of Albuquerque. <laughs> Is that right? And that was the, the Purvis, Mississippi. That's crazy, Mississippi. isn't it? That's crazy. I mean, Great-looking trucks out here, SUVs right in front of us, all kinds of, of things for people to grab. Oh, man, we got everything for Chevy, Dodge, GMC, everything. You Man, it, when he, said, hey, he said you was interested in the Z01, Bob. I'd love to have it, yeah. I'd love to have it. Quick comments, because I know you follow it. Signing day yesterday for Southern Miss looks pretty good this class. I'm liking it, man, and I really think the Gore Jr., that's a big signing to me. You know, we, we need some big names back at Southern. Um, well, we got to get it back going there. Man, everybody's excited. And that, that's a big thing to me, man. You get someone like Gore Jr. in there, you're automatically going to get people to come up there. want to see him, want to see his that's dad. Right. I yeah. mean, that's, right. that, that's huge for me. I think it's a great sign. Right. You going to duck hunt, deer hunt over Christmas? Oh, yeah. Both? All Both. the above? As long as I can get some days off, man, I'm going. I'm going to try to go Sunday. Uh, i got a couple wood duck holes ready to be hunted that I hadn't been hunted yet. Listen, man, we always appreciate you guys having us down here. We've Absolutely. enjoyed being here all year long. Hope you have a Merry Christmas. And I'll remind people, still time to come to Ramey Motors yes, and buy sir. your Christmas gifts. Absolutely. We appreciate y'all, guys. All right. I'm gone for a couple weeks. Luke will man the fort. Uh, and the four-wheelers. They'll be back Monday. And until then, Merry Christmas to everybody and Southern Miss. To, to the, the top. Time keeps on slipping, slipping, slipping. Into the future I want to fly like an eagle To the sea Fly like an eagle Let my spirit carry me I want to fly like an eagle Till I'm free Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.